welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 77, Got Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. One night I hit 77 orgasms in the tub. I was shooting dust by the end, blah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, by the end, I had about that much enthusiasm, just going, blah. With every shot, it was just like a dust cloud in the bathroom. I digress. I go back to coffin now. (laughs) Unenthused count. (laughs) Just uh, something penis. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Unenthusiastic masturbation. (laughs) I don't know why, but that's really funny. Mike, you back to work tonight? Oh, unfortunately, yeah. Josh, how is prep work going for not assembly required? Yep, assembly, assembly required. required. I'm sorry. It It is going well. Uh, it is definitely overwhelming. I know I was just saying this off the air, but it's been, it's been a while since I've been in full-on production mode. And uh, this is a hell of a full-on production mode to start with, like getting, getting con ready. Because on top of, you know, on top of doing the usual prep work there's uh also like the figuring out what the booth setup is going to be making sure you have display things making sure you have a banner making sure you have like the the standard booth things like stickers and i wanted like good stickers so yeah it's been it's it's been good but overwhelming but i also uh it is from the time that we are recording, uh, two weeks from now, I will just be getting back from it, and I definitely feel like I'm I'm in a good spot right now. Cool. Um, having said that, I will announce news right now. We will be taking next week off, and possibly the week after that. Um, next week, Josh is going to be getting ready for assembly required, and I have a visit from corporate. Uh, so I'm going to be tied up with that, and uh, we're going to play it by ear to see how Josh is doing that following Monday. Uh, if we need to take another day off, we are going to take it. I can almost guarantee that will be a yes from me, because I will be jet-lagged. Yeah, um, and we don't really have a suitable replacement for Josh. True. Um, you know, Mike, take it or leave it. <laughs> me... I mean, just you find any sock puppet out there, we're good to go. But um, <laughs> Josh, we don't have anybody that does voices. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Although here I, mean, I oh good. I was gonna say, and here I am, just painting the butthole on a bunny. <laughs> and he actually is. I actually am. <laughs> I would say, of course, if we really wanted to, you know, you and I could get on here and talk about our love of sorority babes and slimeball bolorama. You know, 
Just saying. Hmm. <laughs> could uh, you know, Mike? Have you seen part two yet? Uh, no, but I plan on watching it on my next day off. So that was my bit of news. Like, um, what's been happening to me last week? I kind of randomly checked. Like, I was like, "What's going on with uh, Sorority Babes 2? And lo and behold, it it dropped for release a few days before that, um, with kind of very little fanfare. So I was like, "I gotta check this out immediately." And holy crap, it did not disappoint. I am very excited to watch it. <clears throat> If I didn't have stuff I had to do this weekend, I absolutely would have already watched it. It's, uh, uh, I have. I was just going to chime in and say I have not watched it. Uh, I can't honestly say I am excited for it, but I probably <laughs> will end up watching it uh, for for reasons. It. Um, what can I tell you without spoiling it? They redo the. No, the puppet still looks like creepy and shitty. It's shittier than you actually thought until you get a better look at it. Um, they redid his voice and they found somebody that's like very close to the original Uncle Impy voice. Um, so that's very cool. Um, but the rest would kind of spoil the plot, which is very epic for its like 62 minute runtime. Um, it just, it spans the globe. It's like watching Lord of the Rings and fast forward. Um, or it's a, it's a skin flick and there's a bowling alley and a killer puppet. One of the two. Um, I mean, either way, that's a win. Did you guys see, like, <laughs> I put up that I watched it and then William Butler commented? No, I didn't see that. That uh, I tagged him in it because he produced it. And mm-hmm. he has, from what I can gather, he has, like, there's a satellite studio, or his studio, it's located in Cleveland. And they just shop the movies out to Full Moon or Charlie Band's, like, here, can you make this? And he makes it and they go back. So they did all of the filming for sorority babes 2 in cleveland and he, it's like his production company candy bar i think is what it's called mm-hmm. so Sorry, he's I the feel, main producer on it i feel the need to chime in briefly and say cleveland rocks yes it does <laughs> indeed but um he liked it let me uh i'll find his comments i had uh, a bit of news up that I, I wanted to get to first but let's slow this podcast down to a crawl <laughs> and well, I will I will chime in briefly while you're looking for it and say that uh, in an unrelated piece of news, only because I, I countered with this when you when you said you were first watching it uh, earlier today, I watched the second episode of HBO's The Last of Us. I heard it's oh, awesome. I need to still now, watch them now. Obviously, uh, I won't go into spoiler territory because it is new, uh, regardless of, you know, whether or not we've all played the game and uh, know the general idea of where it's going. Uh, first off, holy fuck, it's masterful. Like any, any show that is adapted from a video game that can, can make my hands twitch. Like I want to hit buttons. Holy fuck. Uh, there are also moments in this episode that, that genuinely made me uh, pause because I was like, what am I doing? I'm holding my breath. Why am I holding my breath? because <laughs> of the spores because uh, well i mean this i guess this isn't really a spoiler at all but it's because of the clickers oh okay <coughs> oh those fucking clickers man the game. clickers are so well done um I, the things that i can say really quick without going into any sort of spoiler territory 
One, I am I am in the process of replaying the game right now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is what I'm seeing is also fresh in my mind from the game. Um, holy shit, the way they're able to follow the general progression of the game mm-hmm. in ways that make sense. Because it's like right off the bat, it's just like, okay, yeah, so they're going through that building. Yep, yep, and then they go to the hotel, and then the museum, and then the state house. Yeah, <laughs> and it totally was a moment where, like, each each new location they went into, I was like, yes, yes, that's right, that's where they go. <laughs> um, that was just fucking refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also contained the first truly two true major deviations from the game. Okay. And both of them I saw and immediately had moments of like, that works so fucking well for TV. Nice. So even with major changes and, and episode three is Bill's town. Nice. Which right off the bat, like even from the preview alone, it's like, okay, we're getting Bill's full story. But, uh, it's, it's so goddamn good. And I, I'm so glad I'm replaying the game because as soon as I finished watching it, I was just like, God damn it. God damn it. If I didn't have to paint right now, I'd be firing you up. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've been already itching to replay the game. So I'm sure once I start watching, I'm going to want to replay it. What's there from the games is perfectly translated and what's not from the games works so well to expand it. Mm-hmm. It it just all feels like it's it's supposed to be there. Nice. Because uh, both episodes so far have opened with essentially like 10-minute cold open sections that are nowhere in the game. Mm-hmm. And both of them are just like, Yes, please. If you want to open every episode like that, I'm I'm all for it. Right. Because it's just... Because it works to... It works to enrich the game as well as it does stand on its own. Okay. Like, the, the extra section so far are all things that are just like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense in the context of the game as well. Okay, yeah, I'm on board with this. Well, let me uh, <laughs> give you guys so a quick Will, back, back to William Butler. Yes, uh, William Butler, producer on Sorority Babes and Sunbow Bullorama 2, producer on a lot of the stuff, or flat-out director of a lot of the Full Moon output. Me and Mike are a big fan of his, like, um, Demonic Toys stuff, mm-hmm. his Lovecraft stuff. He works a lot with um, Charlie Band. And if that's your your flavor of the month, it's super cool. But uh, I put up that I rented it. Matt LeMay asked if it was on Tubi. I said I rented it on Amazon. He asked me, is it worth paying? And I said, I can't answer. Honestly, I have beer goggles for this movie. I'm going to say yes, but I love anything with killer puppets. And I told him it's 60 minutes. There's too much nudity and there's a hand puppet that makes a guy shit money. 
<laughs> Matt said, I'll take it as a yes. It's worth it. William Butler chimes in then says, it's no gone with the wind, but there's a lot of tits in it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Totally worth your time. <laughs> But it, it didn't let it didn't disappoint. The uh, only complaint that I have is that Linnea Quigley wasn't in it. For Which really surprises me. I can only guess that she got sick or something, like it, COVID. They it it has to be something like yeah, that. like they replace her with Kelly Maroney, and she plays like her sister. But you can clearly tell that the role was written for Spider, right? So there had to have been some sort of scheduling snafu or a money problem. But if they yeah. got Brink and Michelle to go show up, Linnea would have too. And well, I, that's the kind of shit that I've seen Linnea Quigley cameo in. Yeah. I and don't know. I just feel like she would. I feel like she would have just shown up for the love of the movie because, like, you know, she's she's one of those people that just is constantly, you know, at conventions and constantly. Pop, she she's not quite Felissa Rose level, but she she's close. Yeah. Um. um and I imagine like if. Hey, they're doing a sequel to this movie I was in. I'm in. Like, I, I can't picture her saying no. So there had to be some reason. That's my guess. Um, it doesn't affect the movie. Because you realize about five minutes in, you're watching it for Uncle Limpy. Oh, of course. Like, he's the reason you're tuning in. And, like, when you see uh, Brink Stevens and Michelle Bauer and, and Kelly Mulroney, you're like, I don't want to see my heroes getting old. Yeah. It's fun that they're there, but you're like, okay. No, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like watching Star Trek Part 15. It's like, how many times (laughs) do you need to see William Shatner go into space? Um, So, like, Linnea coming back as Spider, who is, like, 70, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, Only other news I have that's not even relevant to anything. I've played a lot of Uno this week. I've never played Uno before in my life. I played it, like, twice when I was a kid. Zoe I've learned how to play, and then she taught me how to play, and then she just kicks my ass over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly picturing uh, the scene in Revenge of the Nerds where uh, Booger is teaching was it uh, Takahari how to play poker, <laughs> and he's just yeah. li- lying about the rules and constantly beating him. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we, she did that <laughs> for like three days solid, and then Grandpa came over and he was like, "No, no, 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 you're doing it wrong," and then she still beat the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's just one of those things that, like, I, I never figured Uno out. Like, I just wasn't a kid that that played a lot of board games. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, um, I'm going to interject with a with a, a completely shameless Pikmin's plug. Let's start the plugs with the shameless Pikmin's plug. Uh, I, I am first going to excitedly announce, The buttholes are finished! <laughs> I just finished painting uh, the Cannimals, which uh, will have its first proper release at Assembly Required. Uh, The Cannimals are a new original minifigure line coming from Pikmin's Vinyls that feature cute little animals that are cannibals. So they're going to be, you know, cute, cute little animal minifigures on a a gross and disgusting base of blood and, and body parts. And the first one up is a, a cute little bunny that comes on a base of skulls. And the assembly required exclusive version is a wasteland version with a glow-in-the-dark bunny and a uh, pool of neon sludge under the skulls. Uh, and 
as as a completely separate moment, I happened to mention that uh, on the social medias that I found, to my surprise, uh, a single unpainted copy of my Too Many Cooks killer, which is is by far a personal favorite of mine. It's easily in my top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, posted online, of course. Of course, somebody uh, tags William Tokarski in it, which I had a nice little chuckle at because I responded to them immediately with like, uh, he actually got the first one. If I ever meet him in person, I'm buying him a beer. <laughs> and within within an hour, I got a response from the guy that tagged him who immediately was like, he's a great guy to have a beer with because he's apparently friends with William. Mm-hmm. And then got a got a response from William on the post that said, first round's on me. And then he went out of his way to send me a direct message that just said, hey, by the way, I just want you to know, this is still one of my favorite pieces ever. That's awesome. And that was just, that was totally a moment of like, shit, yeah, I'm ready for assembly required. <laughs> as if i can please the too many cooks killer screw everyone else right but uh but no it's a it it was it was a good good uh confidence boost getting ready for it and if you want that last one come to assembly required at the gray eagle in north carolina Asheville, north carolina february 4th and 5th there will just be one available uh on a full completely original card back Come get it. Buy it. Buy it. Make it worth my while. <laughs> <laughs> do the thing. Do, Josh, do, do the have, thing. Do you have one for yourself? I do. I do. I have. I actually have uh, the first one, the first prototype I made, fully painted, uh, carded on my wall in a frame. Okay. Um, Although something I do not have that I really should get is an autographed card back. Oh. That would be awesome. I mean, if you your only one gets signed by him, that's that's just like extra sprinkles on your ice cream, you know. And and apparently he's uh he lives in Atlanta, so he's he's not a terribly far trip from here. You know, make it like a little day trip. Go drink some beers with him, sleep on his couch. Maybe he won't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, that would that would be worth it. Just. Just to be able to have the beer and get the picture of him lurking behind me. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'd love to get a picture of him and Maurice lurking together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Killer Bill and Madman Mo. <laughs> oh, I oh, like dude, that. I, you just gave me an idea for some toys. <laughs> we're we're going to have to talk. Let's make a movie. I'm sure Maurice is not going to want to be in it, but that would be hilarious. Yeah, we'll make a movie and then we'll review it and listen to him tell us how, how the soundtrack sucked. Could uh, he could be like the world's most unenthusiastic slasher? <laughs> <laughs> he never completely kills you. He stabs you once and walks away like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I kind of love that. Look, wrestling's on. You better bleed to death. I'm leaving. <laughs> I got to work in the morning. Where's my cat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I want this to be a thing. 
Oh, but I'll, I'll wrap up my plug quickly by saying uh, here is the first official announcement of the full run of things that I will have available at Assembly Required. Uh, it will consist of the first release of the Poltergeist Ghost, the first release of the Crypt Keeper 3 and 3 fourths inch, uh, a limited release, re-release of the McCready 3 and 3 fourths with hat, uh, some Mac mini busts, some Giger mini busts, a bunch of household haunts, series one, uh, some re-releases of the Giger bullet baby. Uh, sorry, looking over everything. Uh, the first release of new log. It's new. Buy it. <laughs> the first official proper release of the cannibals and the cannibal exclusive. Uh, and some of these things, uh, oh, and the Spiderhead Dunny, which is the uh, spider head that I made by sculpting over a dunny head. And that was that was a lot of fun, but uh, I way overestimated the interest for it. So I weighed, made way too many of them before I actually put it on sale. So I, I found the leftover ones and I was like, yeah, let's bring those. Maybe someone will like them. If not, oh, well. I mean, they are pretty badass. So, you know, they, you know, they were a lot of fun to make and I hadn't done much work with dunnies at the time. So uh, it was a really fun exercise, if nothing else. Uh, so, yeah, lots of good stuff is going to be available at Assembly Required. Some of it is going to have some uh, custom exclusive card backs featuring the art of one Mike Alvarez. Uh, some of it will uh, just be w weird Giger card back. Uh, I sent you guys a picture of what I'm doing for a limited release of that that bullet baby. Yeah. And I'm putting it on a card back of the uh, the birth machine image and carding it exactly over the the bottom one in the in the birth birth machine. Nice. Cuz I had that moment where I was like if I'm re-releasing this, I might as well do something fun with it. Yeah. That pause. I was like what can I do for Oh, that's stupid. Of course, I can just put it on top of the image. Cool. And, uh, and and just like I have done in the past and with the very first release, uh, I went with something that I I remembered uh, Bob Camp's uh, enjoyment of the fact that it was very hard to tell that the logs were Pikmin's. Cause, so on the log card back. It is log from Blamo, and the card back is is Mike's original collect them all real toy smell uh, log checklist, uh, but only across the very very bottom of the front of the packaging in tiny print does it say log from Blamo is actually a product of Pikmin's vinyls. And other than that, there's no other like really really Pikmin's text anywhere on it well look just go buy josh's stuff and if you listen to like i don't know 40 episodes ago i told josh that when he starts selling stuff again i'm gonna be the first person that buys shit so you may not have a chance to get some of the stuff if it's left over i might <laughs> buy it i'm gonna need a log i'm gonna need other logs uh i'm gonna need some busts i'm gonna need some figures so I got to sell a lot of blood and semen to get ready for when Josh comes back to throw cash at him so he can send me my toys. Yeah, I'm 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 if I'm there's anything put, left, who knows? 
I'm putting myself in a corner by putting that that image on the card backs again, because cause really that that commits me to at least doing a few more of them. Yeah. Ah, fucking log. I've been making I've been making logs for seven years. <laughs> We've been making log art for seven years. <laughs> people are still buying it. Hear me out. Prostate log. i i already have a weird idea of how to do prostate log although i'm sure it would just be butthole log okay (laughs) and it's this you know it's the exact same as original log just different name (laughs) well we'll see my my thought you might have to cut this just because i don't want to give it away yet but i say anything because i don't want to edit I want what I want you guys to laugh at it. My thought okay. was to uh, the little branch stub that sticks out of the side of log. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just invert that and in its spot, put a little butthole. Oh, <laughs> and, it's, and it's and it's just butt log, butthole log. You can have original log connect to butthole log like a Lego. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Rectal exam log. Uh in- includes the rectal examination branch, which yeah. is the branch that you can plug into the hole. <laughs> okay, uh, well, everybody's welcome for the, <laughs> the proctologist log coming to you uh, in 2027. Put a little doctor code on him and the little like head, the little head reflector. Yeah. Hey, oh God, I love it. You know, you could do a little two pack. Um, proctologist <laughs> log and <laughs> and prostate log. <laughs> hey hey we can't we can't forget the first con release of log ever was uh we had to tone down because it was the the officer log and suspect log <laughs> which ended up being just like the the officer log which was you know uh log for boys mm-hmm. with the beard and a cop hat and a nightstick and then another log that is suspect log for him to beat with his nightstick Mm-hmm. Uh, but the our original idea was to have the suspect log be a darker color of wood. Yeah. <laughs> and and right away Benny was just like, "That's hilarious, but don't do that." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't sit well. Oh man! Uh, but it was it was social commentary. Indeed. <laughs> Listen, it was it was a Black Lives Matter piece before Black Lives Matter. Um, uh, good luck with that, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm digging my hole here. <laughs> oh, just uh, yeah, just give me a couple of logs to make a shovel with. Um, in other plugs for Upstate Pro Wrestling, look for some 20th anniversary news. Check them out on the socials. Search for UPW585 to bring up everything. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you'll find them there. They've got lots of shows for you to stream, and they're connected to Nickel City Wrestling, I think. But um, you guys, if you like indie wrestling, check them out. I'm talking to you, Maurice, just for one person. Um, with Boogeyman's Closet, Mike, you just dropped the Ghoulies episode, which features... A very handsome special guest. <laughs> oh, indeed it does. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a very fun episode. Um, 
it's one of those movies that we've discussed about this a couple of times before where you feel like you know a movie, then you watch it critically, and it's like, wow, there's a whole lot of shit I never noticed. So, one of those flicks. Um, you know, next up, oh, go ahead. Ghoulies, I, I, I'm just going to say this because I've been watching, like, two movies a night for mm. the entire month of January, like, riding my brain. Ghoulies is one of those movies you forget instantly. Oh, yeah. It's really hard to retain Ghoulies. And most of the movies I've watched are really hard to retain. Like, you could ask me something I watched a week ago. And I can't fucking remember what the fucking plot was because it's hot dog shit. Ghoulies isn't bad, but it just for some reason it doesn't stick. Well, it's you because know, the Ghoulies, only part. Oh, good. I was just going to say Ghoulies 2 is more memorable than Ghoulies. Yes. Ghoulies 2, everybody thinks is Ghoulies 1. Or yes. they think that it's some sort of like uh, just it's it's what you see in 2, but a little different. And it's not at all. Um, it's it's because such a departure. The only part that people remember are the Ghoulies. Like, they don't actually remember the plot, so they remember the puppets. So, and with Ghoulies 2 and 3, it's a lot more of the puppets. Yep. Hold, hold on a second. There's a plot? <laughs> more, more more than the puppets? <laughs> there the is. The puppets a... were like a Charlie Band thing that they threw in after the fact. Yeah, the puppets are barely in the first one. It's like um, an 80s party movie. There's like drug-induced breakdancing and Mariska Hargitay is in it. And there's a guy who thinks he's a toad. It's... <laughs> and- Devil worship and yeah, a lot of like green eyes and Satan worship shenanigans. Yeah, it's kind of uh, weird. It was a which, stalwart. Which begs on... the question: Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the worst line in that movie. Uh, I don't like the first X Men. Uh, it definitely doesn't hold up. I, I like the like the intro to Wolverine. That's about it. Okay, real, real quick, we got I got I got asked because you mentioned Wolverine. Did you see what they posted today? Uh, well. uh apparently Hugh Jackman posted photos uh, from the new Deadpool movie that we are getting the like traditional Wolverine comic accurate outfit. Okay, cool. So I'm I'm excited as hell because that's something that we've been like at least I've been complaining about since the first X Men. Like I wanted more comic accurate costumes not just black leather yeah um <laughs> i i'm down for whatever they do i just want them to tie it into the mcu hopefully they don't have to but um if they find a way i'd be super stoked um if you Japan kind of sticks around uh even if he's like old man wolverine i mean i'm i imagine if they throw enough money at him to be like hey we want you to show up in these random universe cross <clears throat> universe crossover movies he'll do it yeah i i think he's done that like three or four times now um and i think he's openly said he hates getting ready muscularly like doing all the crazy workouts for the role and for this one they said he gets to wear a shirt most of the time so he's like all right i don't have to you know do push-ups all day long and eat nothing but raw chicken so, so i just um, uh i just sent you guys a thing since we're on this subject that uh if if you want to if you want to hit play with the volume on while we're recording it, it'd be totally appropriate and you can uh, you guys can just enjoy that
Well, that shit gave me goosebumps. Hello? Yeah, I sorry, I was oh, yeah. muting for for a split second and couldn't get to it fast enough. Uh yeah, no, it is I that what came up in my feed a couple of days ago and it was just a moment of like, well shit, now I want to watch X-Men. Yeah, like I the show holds up and I'm kind of excited for the new cartoon that comes on Disney Plus. Did you finish Willow? I have not yet. Uh okay. and it's partially my fault because I started Ruth on it. She was just like, this is so good. We're watching it together now. Ah, I need to just watch it without her. It, uh, it's pretty cool. Mike we apparently lost Mike. Yeah, we're just, we're kind of killing so, time uh, waiting for him to show up. Uh, okay, sorry, about, sorry about that, guys. I don't so know I what the hell So I said to him, happened. wrecked him, damn near killed him. <laughs> oh, 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 and then I put it in my rectum. Yeah, that was really weird. Like, you started playing the X-Men music, and then it just kind of, like, froze on my screen, and I got disconnected. <laughs> I was like, what the happened? X- the X-Men didn't want you to hear. Apparently. They kicked me out. Um, so, Mike, you got Ghoulies. What's coming up after Ghoulies? Uh, we are finishing the month with Critters, which is something I have said multiple times I am not a fan of, so I'm really not looking forward to... Uh, finishing watching that movie <laughs> so i can finish my notes but yeah we're gonna finish up the month with critters my favorite part of critters is probably your favorite part of critters it's what not the nudity <laughs> it's the whoever the the hero kid the ginger kid brad brad in his bedroom they have made up spaceships yeah that are just like pieced together from like broken star wars toys that's my favorite part well one of them is just straight up a y-wing painted silver yeah, it's, but every it's, time I watch it, I try to figure out exactly what the hell they did there. Um, right. Otherwise, it's just okay. Oh, it's such a garbage movie. Like, <laughs> I, I really do not like. Like, and I like Critters stuff. Like, I loved the uh, that was it the new binge. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun, and I'm still. No one can convince me that that wasn't meant for Adult Swim, and they turned it down because I I swear it felt like an Adult Swim live action show. No, it was um. Fearnet? Yeah, well, that's the thing. But I'm saying I feel like it was originally pitched oh, yeah. Adult Swim, and then they were like, no, so they found somewhere else to put it because it it's, it had it had it hits all the beats of an Adult Swim live yeah, action show. It's fucking hilarious. Um, what's coming up from Race by Reynolds? Uh, Race by Reynolds. We actually just recorded another Super Gushers episode. Uh, we went into it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I know. the name of the <laughs> Super Crushers. Oh, it's, it's totally intentional. <laughs> like we wanted, we wanted that reaction. Um, we were going to originally talk about Ghostbusters, and we do to a degree, but we go down a lot of rabbit trails and start just kind of talking about everything else. Um, so, because the, the original intent was that Josh had a hot take about Ghostbusters two, where he said that he liked it better than part one. Okay, and um. We, he was like, he's like, what, do, what are your thoughts? I'm like, oh, I like part one better. And so he's like, oh, well, you know, we could kind of do a debate about it. I'm like, all right, I'm down. Like, because I, I love I love both of them. But part one is my favorite. That's um, a debate he's going to lose. Well, that's the thing. Like, after we both rewatched them, he, he came to the <laughs> he came to the podcast going, yeah, I backed the wrong horse. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. Like, I love both. But he, he, no, he is wrong. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, he he definitely admits that on on the episode. But um, so like I said, we started off trying to talk about Ghostbusters, but in, in our normal rambling fashion, we ended up everywhere else. So it's it's a fun episode, but you know. And after that, we will be doing uh, a sequel to Weird Science. Sweet. Uh, my Ghostbusters hot take is that the cartoon is the best version. Is it Weird Biology? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> but. Uh, it's something that I, I really am kind of like just the, the concept of doing a sequel to Weird Science 2 is something that I'm still pissed we never got because I, I love Weird Science and I liked the TV show, but I wish we had got a sequel to the movie. And what about My yeah. Science Project? My Science Project is another one that's good. Not nearly as good. It doesn't hold up. Um, <laughs> if, if, unless you're a fan of Fisher Stevens. <laughs> See, I want... I want a sequel to Weird Science where, like, the daughters of the original characters mm-hmm. create a man in a similar way. <laughs> yes. And, I, like, I want the shot of him in the shower, like, with the silhouette of his gigantic balls. <laughs> like, almost like Randy's balls from South Park. <laughs> Giant pendulous so, pads. So they could just both basically be like, Oh my God! Look at that! <laughs> and they, they can have it, it as like similar to the cleavage shots, but like <laughs> close-ups of the balls. So, I, if you guys haven't figured it out, Josh has been watching a ton of South Park, and he's had <laughs> a singular obsession with Randy's balls. I, I, mean, I love Randy's balls. To, to, to be fair, I mean this 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 is not new with the South Park quoting because. Me and Josh used to randomly send uh, South Park clips to each other while we were both working on separate projects. I play the banjo, too. <laughs> oh, Long Johnson. Oh. Uh, but no, the, the, my favorite part about the balls episode is when Randy is trying to tell his friends that, you know, women love the giant balls. They're like, women like giant balls. And he's like, they love them. And then the dude's wife walks in and she's like, Hey, do you guys need any more? Whoa! <laughs> then she runs away. <laughs> I laugh so damn hard every time I see that. Oh, man. <laughs> I would also like to direct everybody to the So It's Come to This Simpsons podcast. If you're a fan of The Simpsons, check them out. If you like buying goth stuff, head to Coffin Dreams LLC for your one-stop shop. Of all your cool locally made goth clothing and Jerry's closet, if you just want a window shop right? and spend money on it's a cool hipster thrift store down in Alden with videotapes and books and comics and toys and porno. It's oh the best. Check it out. They they got some naughty mags. Yep. Um, I think that is all of our plugs. Are you guys ready for this week's sponsor? Yes. Let me get the copy up. Hi, guys. It's me, Big Ed, a Big Ed's Recycling Emporium. But you could call me Large Ed. Mike? Hello, Miguel? Yep. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you like to sleep? Oh, I, I wish I slept more, but yes. I do, too, but my rest is never comfortable. You know why? Why is My that? mattress is no longer firm like an Asian boy's behind. I have good news, though, Mike. Really good news. 
Big Ed's Recycling Emporium now has a large selection of gently used, almost new mattresses. Ooh. Where do we get such magnificent deals like these new, slightly stained carpets and newish collections of ropes and ski masks? Easy. The, De- the Detroit Police Department crime scene auction. Hundreds uh-huh. of knives, guns, clothing with stab wounds, and maybe some mattresses that people have died on. For the low, low Ooh. price of guess how much, Mike? Go how on, much? guess. Uh, $100. $25.99. Wow, what a bargain. You have a new mattress, you just have to flip it over to the clean side. No returns on haunted merchandise, I'm sorry. Come on down to Big Ed's Recycling Emporium, located in the abandoned Kmart on Matillary Boulevard. Bye. Matillary. I couldn't say military. (laughs) (laughs) I like Matillary. That's my favorite. That's amazing. (laughs) I had to write a bunch of... uh, Here's a, a fun fun fact about me that I don't like sharing with people. I can't fucking spell to save my life. Like, if you you read my writing without spell check, it, it looks like a five-year-old wrote it. <laughs> and uh, I had to send some emails to some uh, corporate contacts today, and I thought I spell checked, and I didn't. Oh, no. Oh, God, it was bad. If, if it makes you feel any better, I, I often have to check and recheck my spelling not not because it's uh like really a bad at spelling situation it's more of a i like leave out words cuz i'm typing t- or leave out letters cuz i'm typing too fast um which happens quite often to me and uh especially when i'm drawing like a project and i have to do words i always freak out that i'm spelling something wrong yeah. um because when i worked at Wegmans and i had to write a sign for t-shirts i wrote t-shirts and no one corrected me I didn't get a job in the sign shop because I misspelled grapes. Fucking grapes. <laughs> How do you misspell grapes? A bag of graps. Exactly. Yeah, I forgot the E. Well, if it makes us all feel better, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but apparently there there are quite a few quite a few spelling errors on the Mattel Creations exclusive Digitino. Oh, yeah, or not, not- uh, Space Sumo, not not Digitino. Space Sumo. Like, I... he is the teleconnectic ninja. <laughs> and uh, his name is spelled... I, I think it's like someone po- posted pictures. It's like two or three different ways throughout the mini-comic. Nice. Yeah, it's... So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, you guys are in good company with, with Mattel here. Somebody lost a job. Uh, don't put me... In charge of anything that needs, uh, you know, yeah, it's going to suck. Um, let me hop into the news here. NECA, this is just new stuff that dropped today. NECA has showed off in-hand images of Chakahachi and Lotus. This is a, like, deep-cut animated two-pack that I've never fucking heard of. Some sort of samurai ghost, and I thought it was Shredder's daughter, but it's somebody else. No fucking clue. Yeah, um, I'm kind of lost on this one, too. Series three of the McFarlane Superpowers line, which I'm a big fan of, has hit Walmarts. I saw these today. It's New 52 Wonder Woman, Nightwing, and Deathstroke. Deathstroke and Nightwing were originally planned for the Lost Wave. 
of superpower figures. These are new modern looks. Um, like Nightwing had the 80s Teen Titans look to them. There is a 112 scale Deluxe Rocketeer and Betty Tupac coming from Loose Collector. This is like $150 for the two figures, but they look really nice. Um, but this is like a limited run high-end boutique kind of thing. But picture Marvel Legends articulation with the Rocketeer. Uh, hopefully these prototypes get a little better because it's clearly all painted plastic and I hate that look. Um, and this is definitely from the comic book. Yeah, because it has the uh, the different jetpack. Yeah. Uh, there is a new trailer for Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I'm beginning to think the reason I'm apprehensive about it is because they've used rock and roll um, Led Zeppelin music when I'm expecting fantasy music, and it's just bothering me. But it looks a lot better. Uh, and the plot seems to focus on Chris Pine and... Um, Michelle Rodriguez with Justice Smith apparently as like their third. So I mean, it's a if they wanted to be really accurate, they should have been playing Rush. Yeah. Or Dio. <laughs> <laughs> there is oh, okay, that's kind of fun. An exclusive battle damage shredder that is part of that Walmart NFT thing. And he's sold out already, but it's animated battle damage shredder. Super 7 is doing the Sex Pistols as reaction figures. Um, I used to think the Sex Pistols are really cool, but Johnny Rodden kind of turned into everybody's dad. And he's yeah. sort of a turd. Uh, Loose Collector showed off updated pictures of Purgatory. So everybody knows Loose Collector, if you're a fan of their stuff, for doing the Lady Death Universe stuff. Um, so, like, their figures have removable tops and things like that. Um Two new Alice Cooper figures coming out, one with Alice Cooper on a billion-dollar bill and the other in the retro glow-in-the-dark card back that we used to see in Remco figures. There is a new Super Mario Brothers fire-breathing Bowser figure from Jax for the movie. Also coming out are super-articulated Nintendo Universe figures. So there's Link, Zelda, and Samus coming out. People have found them at Walmart, and they're only like 11 bucks. Oh, wow. I'm very excited about this because the ones that came out previously weren't that great for articulation. Mm -hmm. These look a lot better. Um, it's World of Nintendo figures? Yes. People call them Smash Brothers, but it's just World of Nintendo. So it's um, Link from Breath of the Wild, Zelda from Breath of the Wild, and Samus from the newest game. Although, I mean, nice. you can't, you, it's hard to see the differences for Samus, uh, in my opinion. But it's Link with the blue tunic. Um, Boss Fight Studios has Court of the Dead coming out, which are retailing for 35 all zombies. Pretty cool if you'd like that scale. Uh, there is a Fantastic Four Richards Kids 2-pack with um, Franklin Richards and Valeria Richards. Mm. I just, I'm, I'm having trouble really staying enthused about Fantastic Four and Marvel Legends in general lately. Um, there is a newer video game Spider-Man coming out from Marvel Legends with like two new points of articulation and he's pushing $40 because, you know, Hasbro for whatever fucking reason of new reveals from McFarlane the strangest would be the Arkham Universe Riddler who has sunglasses. Yeah, um, his I had to double check that his game model has tinted glasses. 
like they're kind of a purple tint, but they're definitely not sunglasses. And there's there's something off with his face, too. I think it's just because McFarlane didn't want to do the extra step of having clear plastic. So they're just sculpted and painted black. But, I mean, I, I think the thing that bothers me the most is I was, when when I, when I he first teased the Riddler, I was actually kind of excited because I assumed it would be essentially with the likeness of Stephen Colbert because that's how the Riddler looks in the, in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just kind of looks and sounds like Stephen Colbert as the Riddler. Um, and then, yeah, they showed the picture and it was like, oh, 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 no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, they don't really care. Um, but that's McFarlane. There's a deluxe <laughs> Caleback coming out from them. Uh, we caught this at the end of the episode last week. There is a black and white Dracula coming from NECA. That's supposed to hit, like, next month, and it looks awesome. Uh, apparently, according to investors, Funko's bubble has burst, and they're laying off tons of people, and CEOs are giving themselves million-dollar bonuses when the company is bleeding money. Um, take that for what it's worth. I mean, when you got Toy Guru out there saying He-Man's going to die, uh, you can never <laughs> tell. But I've definitely noticed a, a much smaller footprint from Funko, I mean, it's not going the way of, like, Beanie Babies, but I think their uh, portfolio is going to get a lot smaller. Biker Mice from Mars are coming back. Are you guys as excited as I am? <laughs> I oh, yeah. Yay. Uh, I never like fucking Biker Mice. They always seem like a shitty Ninja Turtles knockoff. Yeah. Um, Invincible Season 2 comes out late 2023. If you haven't watched the first season, I highly suggest it. It's really wait. fucking good. Cannot wait for that. I love the first season so much. Uh, Tron 3 is coming out from Disney with Jared Leto. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. How does he keep getting work? I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking get it. He's sucking somebody's dick. He is. He really is. Like, ah, the guy's, he's terrible. He's got that him. pretty mouth. Um... <laughs> And uh, who did the soundtrack from the last Tron? Um, oh, um, Daft Punk. Daft Punk is not coming back. So. They got burned well, the last yeah. Tron. Yeah. Why bother? Um, there is a Netflix Power Rangers anniversary special where they got as many people to come back as they could, including the Blue Ranger and the Black Ranger who have been missing for a long, 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 long time. Uh, the only major people they did not get to come back are the green ranger who unfortunately passed away and kimberly the pink ranger who said they did not offer any kind of money so she said fuck you i'm not coming and apparently uh, uh at some point before before his death uh tommy uh jason david frank said essentially the same thing yeah um this is nothing and- new for power rangers <laughs> Is that um, like they they offered it to him, but he feels like he's done enough for Power Rangers and didn't want to come back for nothing. Yes. Uh, also, the Red Ranger is currently wanted for like tax evasion or some sort of fraud with uh, COVID loans. He won't be on the show. <laughs> uh, Sean Cunningham announced today guess, that they're working. I guess on that a... means he's in the red. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. 
Um, Sean Cunningham announced that they're working on a new Friday the 13th film, and he believes that any kind of legal issues have been worked out where they can do it by not mentioning anything from the first movie. I'll believe it when I see it. Me too. Uh, But basically he said he's trying to capitalize on the excitement surrounding the TV show. Take that for what it's worth. I'll watch fucking anything, Jason. So get it to me however you can. And lastly, the creator of Rick and Morty has been outed as a creepy pedophile. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, Apparently it's been an open secret that people in power didn't do anything about because they're making money off of them. Uh, to the point where there was like old podcast interviews of him admitting that he likes teenage girls. Yeah, I but, saw that. That's but funny. ending, but ending it by like saying like, "But I don't like them," because that makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey guys, you like the fuck sheep? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like that level of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um. I never had time to watch Rick and Morty. I know about it. The parts I've seen have been funny. And I watched that Crypt Keeper episode of Solar Opposites. Also funny. But it's like, it's the Ren and Stimpy problem. Where it's like... Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, honestly, as far as Rick and Morty goes, yes, he's the quote-unquote talent. But I, I give most of the credit to Dan Harmon, who... Is, you know, it has had controversy in the past for being an asshole. Yeah. But there's a big difference between being an asshole and being a pedo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it's going to be hard to enjoy, you know, any of the stuff that he's worked on now. I'm, and I'm, hearing, heavy crazy. Of, I'm hearing heavy rumors of recast. Good. Good. Yeah. I hope so. Um, or just wrap it up, let it go. I don't think Cartoon Network is willing to do that. They're invested for too many seasons. Yeah. And I mean, I, I will say this genuinely, like as someone who has watched it since the start, like I actually do like the story of the show, but it falls into the same problem that, and I've talked about this in the Boogeyman's Closet several times, that a lot of films do where people cannot understand how a main character can be the fucking villain. Like, they feel like they have to root for and be excited for the main character. Like, Rick is the villain. He's the villain of the show. He's the fucking bad guy. So it's like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like people who like that show because all the people that like it are dicks. And it's like, yeah, you're right. A lot of people that like it are dicks because they're they're idolizing Rick rather than seeing that he is the villain. And it's like, yeah. It's you got to understand that stuff going into these. It's kind of like chasing Amy. Like I'm sure you guys have both seen chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, yeah. one of, that's one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies. But the big thing is Holden is the bad guy. And all the criticisms I always see about that movie are like, well, Holden's such a dick. And it's like, right. That's the point. He's the bad guy. <laughs> he screws everything up. But anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, that is it for the news. Did I miss anything, guys? Oh, uh, you know what we missed? Show and show tell. And tell. <laughs> well, I know. And we're going to get to show and tell right after a word from Big Lou. Hello there. I'm, I'm Big Ed, not Big Lou. Uh, Big Ed's Recycling Emporium. But you... Uh, fuck. You know what? You can call me not Medium Ed. How does that sound? 
pretty that good. That sounds dude. good. Josh? Josh? Yeah. Josh? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think of them? All the time. You know, the children? Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you know what's wrong with those little angelic kiddos? Boy, they are starving. But do you know why, Josh? Do you know why? Why? Poor nutrition at school, that's why. Big Ed has teamed up with the people of Global Milk and the Niagara County School Systems to provide a new delicious food alternative for kiddos and adults alike. New chewable milk! (laughs) Every day, milk is thrown away and left to die because it's, quote, expired or rotten. Well, let me tell you, Milk has feelings, too, and words hurt. New chillable milk comes in such varieties and consistencies of crunchy and Thanksgiving dinner. Also, each carton of chewable milk is packed with nutrition, I think. And don't forget, we've scented each jug with such scents as new car smell and clean linen. Save the children and chew your milk today, y'all. You guys ready for show and tell? <laughs> oh, man. I can't. <laughs> he turned to Paula Deen at the end. I can't wait for some clean lemon chewable milk. <laughs> uh, I like mine extra crunchy. <laughs> oh, From global milk. Global milk. Thanks, Don. <laughs> oh, I am so ready for show and tell. Mine is so short. Mine too. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got in the mail today two new Luke Welch sculpture drops of from last Friday the 13th of part two Baghead Jason and part seven Jason holding a girl in a sleeping bag I was wondering if you were getting those uh, they are super super awesome I've added them to my collection um, I also found a 3D designer on one of my 3D printer pages that does really awesome uh, heads for Masters of the Universe. And I took a chance, downloaded a Luchador set, because I love Luchadors. And with a little tweaking, they fit perfectly. They come pre-printed with a ball socket inside of them. Uh, so I went and bought a Ric Flair wwe superstars and matched the reds up with my 3d printer and put a luchador head on uh then i went out and downloaded a jason head and a weapons pack uh so i'm in the process of painting the second jason's head and i've got it on a mix mash of parts from masters universe classics and he-man or um wwe superstars i kind of want to do a rick from splatterhouse but there really isn't a one-piece mechanic jumpsuit that would work with it. Okay, I gotta chime in with a bit of, of dumb that will probably make us all laugh. I I suddenly really want, like, an episode of I Love Lucy, but it's I Love Luchi, and instead of Lucy, it's just a Luchi, Luchador and, and Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, Luchi, what do you do with ironing? <laughs> <laughs> and just Luchador just busts in and throws the iron through the window. Oh, Luchi. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. We might have to talk about another dumb toy. <laughs> 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 um, so I said, you guys, I download, <coughs> I printed a pitchfork weapon. Uh, that actually turned out really nice, and I gave it to a bootleg guy that I bought a little while ago. 
Mm-hmm. Um, fits perfect. It's really awesome. It just fell and knocked over a bunch of toys on my desk. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. I've got a big box of used WWE Masters of the Universe guys coming hopefully soon. So I can kind of make more mashups with these heads. But nice. uh, in the meantime, what about you, Josh? I got I got one thing. I got one thing. Uh, but I got to say, it's it's a thing that caught me off guard. I'm going to let you guys listen to the, the wonderful sound of it. Uh, it is one of the Transformers Earthspark one-step changers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, got we- I got Wheeljack, and it's basically a Transformer switchblade. Yep. Uh, which is exactly how it feels in hand. Like, if you're just holding it and you hit the release, it folds up like a switchblade. Mm-hmm. Um, but holy shit, is it way more fun than it has any right to be. I prefer them be a little bit cheaper than what they are. Uh, they are retail ten bucks. I got it for seven because uh, I had Target Circle earnings. Uh, but what uh, what's the articulation like on these? Uh, there is basically no articulation. It's entirely like they are entirely kids' toys, all about the gimmick. But essentially, like. You, you stand him up. I You can put a weapon in its hand. Can't do anything with the weapon. You can just hold it. But it looks like it, a decent-looking wheeljack, and you just push him over, and he automatically transforms into a car. And it really, really reminds me of... Uh, uh, why can I never think of... Uh, Topspin. Makes me think of vintage uh, top spin and mm. twin twist. You have the way you would like the way you would just pull them back and they would flip open. It's it's basically the reverse. You just push him over and he flips into a car. And you know, to be fair, he has uh, actually no. I think vintage twist, uh, twin twist, and top spin had slightly better articulation because you could move their arms and heads. Uh, you cannot move his arms or heads, okay. but. That being said, uh, I can't stop playing with him. Like, every time I see him, I pick him up and then just sort of throw him onto a surface and watch him turn into a car. It's very satisfying. That's uh, cool. And that is it. That's that's all I got, but goddamn, is it fun. Mike, what about you? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. I did get my replacement uh, Joy Toy Alley figure. Cool. Uh, and she is not broken like the previous one. So now I have one that's missing a hand and one with a perfectly good hand. Uh, so I still have to make that claw that I want to make for the other one. Um, but then I got uh, Thunder Punch He-Man. Can't really say much that Josh didn't already say. He's he's fantastic. Like he's everything that Josh said. It can't be stressed how satisfying that punch is. Um I've been having fun, like, having him punch over everything on my desk. But, uh, and then I got Too Bad from the Masterverse collection. And I gotta say, my one beef with Too Bad, and I think it's more or less the the one I got, everything felt, like, frozen. Like, all his joints were stuck. Um, You know, the hands were not, they, they were, like, super hard, like you guys said. Like, I couldn't get any weapons in his hand. Same thing with the backpack that holds the axe. Like, I couldn't get... I couldn't get the axe in there. 
I'm like, why is everything so stiff on this figure? And I'm sure, again, it's probably just the one I got because I know you guys didn't have any issues with the uh, the joints. But yeah, like all of mine were frozen. I think maybe they were, and I didn't feel like I was going to break anything by forcing it because there was no paint. Mm. To be fair, like I just played with them for a few minutes and then put them away. Um, because I, mean, I immediately bounced to Mechanic. It's it's a great sculpt. Like I mean, he's he's a gorgeous figure, but yeah, like I just didn't want to move him too much because I'm like, okay, he feels like he's gonna break. I need to run him under hot water <laughs> before I do anything. Um, and, and my my other beef with him is the fact that the belt doesn't feel like it's long enough. Um, because like if you don't have it in perfectly the right spot, like I can't get it to clasp. If you move that belt at all, like if it goes, if it slides up or down, the the clasp comes undone. And it's like, just huh. give it like another, I don't know, like a half inch on the belt and you could, you know, this way, a little more wiggle room. But yeah, mine, mine just keeps coming off. Very frustrating. But that's yeah, it. that's all I got. We're being fiscally right, responsible or there's just we bought all the toys last week and there's there's nothing. Uh, to buy right now uh well mike your birthday's coming up so true true there there is uh there is some stuff that uh i keep eyeballing like i told you guys i am i am definitely eyeballing that tarman figure and uh i haven't pulled the trigger yet (laughs) you need to quit eyeballing him and just pull the trigger so you can start you know balling him and rubbing him on your balls yeah (laughs) How fun would Return of the Dead be if he said balls instead of brains? <laughs> <laughs> balls. More balls. Oh. And there's our episode title, Balls. <laughs> See, now I'm picturing the corp, the half corpse, um, but like on a porn set. <laughs> <laughs> balls, 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 balls. Can you imagine like Ernie getting on a on a stool and like unzipping his pants? They're like, don't do it, no. <laughs> like, but she's asking for it. She's asking for my balls. Boss, 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 boss. <laughs> uh, then Spider runs up. Make a shut up, man. Make a shut up. Just, like or where Scuzz gets his head bitten into, but instead it's biting his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> oh my god, I want to see this now. That would be hilarious. Um. While it's on my mind, there's a lot of pictures floating around where people have taken uh, iconic 80s characters and turned them into Masters of the Universe characters. I want to tell everybody to look at the hands of all of this artwork, and it's a dead giveaway that it's AI generated. Because try as it might, AI cannot wrap its brain around fingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the dead giveaway every time you see it when there's 20 fingers on one hand. Uh, that you're looking at something that some asshole just types some prompts um, into a search bar. So as cool as the idea is, it's not that creative because they didn't do shit. Anyway, um, Mike, quick topic for you, me, and Josh. I get approached sometimes when a friend is having a birthday and somebody wants to get them a gift, but they don't know what to get them because they're a nerd. And I'm a nerd, but I don't know. Testicles. I don't have a catalog. Yes, testicles. Um, 
I don't have a catalog in my brain of everything they have. So like, what the fuck do you tell them? Right. But I can't say like, oh yeah, Mike needs this specific action figure from Joy Toy. But usually these people are like, well, I want to spend not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What can I get them to be really cool? And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we a trip to the zoo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've mentioned this before. If you don't know what to get a nerd, Lego. Yeah. Lego, you always win with Lego. Because even if you already have the set, you can use the pieces. Yes. Yep. Um, food. Yep. Everybody loves to eat. Mm-hmm. Pornography. That's not awkward. <laughs> not at all. I mean, I'm I'm also a sucker for uh, like handmade artwork type gifts. Yes. Um, I know a lot of artists, obviously, that uh, you know have made me some really awesome stuff over the years. Um, so I have I, my whole house is filled with you know drawings and paintings and sculptures and stuff from people I know, and I, and I love it. Like that that kind of stuff always wins with me like any kind like even if you think you can't draw a drawing from somebody that i care about is it that means a lot to me like i love that kind of give thing. a six-year-old a box of macaroni and some glitter glue and scream at them until they make mike a gift yes <laughs> i i am Super. i am totally a mark for handmade gifts uh or something completely fucking weird and creepy also um, always works. So if you can find something that's haunted, you're good to go. Well, honestly, one of one of my favorite Caleb. random <laughs> weird gifts is the the clown sculpture that Caleb found for me at a at a thrift shop where it's just like this sad ceramic clown and on the bottom of it somebody had painted the words Aunt Flo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I love this thing. This will always be in my collection. So, yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, another thing that I, I know it's not exclusive, or it's kind of exclusive to people like myself and Tara, but, like, sketchbooks are always a good gift. Uh, sketchbooks, pencils, you know, basically art supplies cost a lot of money, so having backup art supplies is always a plus. Guys, you guys. Gentlemen, you can never go wrong with transforming Robo Jesus. This is true, gentlemen. Oh, hey! Speaking of Ant Flow, it's me, Big Ed from Big Ed's Recycling Emporium. But you can call me Ed, who is big. Fellas, I need to share something with you today. Oh, what do you need to share, Ed? I have my period, <laughs> and it's explosive, like Evil Dead Two levels of blood squirting out of my vagina. It's everywhere. And you know what else? I'm broke. So broke I can't afford a pool noodle to stuff into my Sarlacc pit. To stop bleeding. What should a lovely young lady like myself do when I'm broke as a joke? Easy. I stop by a Big Ed's Recycling Emporium to buy some recycled toiletries. Every day, people throw away perfectly fine tampons, maxi pads, band-aids, and toilet paper because they're too quote unquote soiled well you're in luck because at big eds he goes through the garbage every day to find you perfectly fine charmin kotex and band-aids that we clean in the erie canal good as new mike yeah mike yes are you a good wiper i am come over here and bend those cheeks spread those cheeks for me oh god spread them cheeks josh you looking (laughs) 
I'm looking. I'm going to show you my patented weapon technique. Now, let me show you a proper weapon. It's not up and down. It's not front to back. It's side to side and in and out. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Brought to you by Big Ed's former shop rags, now toilet paper brand toilet paper. Stop by and get yours today. Now, if you excuse me, I'm bleeding for my clam boat. Bye. <laughs> clam boat. You said, oh, um, oh my. Can't oh. flow. It just sort of fit. <laughs> clam boat. Now, the fun thing is, oh, how many God. listeners are we going to lose? <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking I'll come to your birthday party and Susie will swiftly kick me in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hilarious. Knowing Susie, she'll probably give you like three other words for vagina that you could use. Probably. She'll be like, clam boat was good, but don't forget. And then she'll throw out some random thing. Just me bumbling through that whole bit. Saying Vagina. <laughs> um, oh, Lord. I need to sleep. So, Mike, I always assume that you were born in 1979. You're born in early 1980. I'm born in late 1980. Mm-hmm. So, I was, because of like my clock runs on like a school clock or like yep. years from September to June, not an actual calendar of January to December. Um, so, you would have been a grade ahead of me because of the cutoff. And I was one of those kids that was older than everybody because my birthday was right after that cutoff. Um, but when you were born, I thought it'd just be a quick, fun thing to talk about. The toys of 1980. What was big and exciting when you were born? Ooh. And it's not much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very hard to find specific things that came out in 1980 because everybody uses the 1980s to describe yeah. 10 years of shit. Um, but Mega was going strong. Mm-hmm. So you had Mego Star Trek, Mego Superheroes, Mego Pocket Superheroes. Um, Hulk was the biggest superhero at the time. Not Superman, but Hulk because of the Lou Ferrigno TV show. Uh, you've got the Remco Monsters came out in 1980, which we're all big fans of. Absolutely. Buck Rogers was going strong. Micronauts was kind of catching steam. Did you ever have any of those? Oh, yeah. Baron Karza. Oh, God, I love Baron Carson. Put him in Ant-Man, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Shogun Warriors were kind of still hanging around from the year prior. Yep, we had a bunch of those, too. Uh, you won't find the alien that was already taken off the shelves, the 18-inch Kenner alien, which came out in 1979 when I thought you were born. Mm. Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids were starting to become all the rage. I'm sure you had some that you don't want to admit about. Surprisingly enough, I did not, but my mom made a shitload of money making bootleg Cabbage Patch dolls. I can totally picture something that's something that your awesome mother would do. <laughs> like, seriously, she, because parents couldn't find the dolls, so they started asking my mom if she could make ones that looked similar. So she started making, like, soft sculpture nylon Cabbage Patch kids. And all of the girls, uh, you know, like, that I went to school with all apparently had one when they were little. So they had like radish patch kids. Yeah, basically <laughs> lettuce patch kids. <laughs> lettuce patch kids. <laughs> oh shit! Is that fun? Is that better than balls instead of brains? Lettuce patch kids. <laughs> I mean, that is pretty good. 
I kind of like that better. Ooh, if you have a picture, I'll have to ask her and see if she if she has any uh, any photos still. Because I mean, she did take photos of like everything when I was. A I kid. mean, you know, before Garbage Pail Kids, there was Lettuce Patch Kids. <laughs> because you've got Cabbage Patch Kids home. <laughs> lettuce Patch Kids. <laughs> lettuce Patch Kids. <laughs> you know what's funny is oh. they're probably better than Cabbage Patch Kids who sucked. Yeah, I with mean their hard plastic heads. And well, that was the one thing that my my mom like you know making these is uh you know she kept kept getting the feedback that everyone liked like all their kids liked these dolls because they were so squishy like they were soft. Yeah. Um, versus the ones with the giant hard head that you can clobber your siblings with. Uh, were there any like creepy adult men that got them? Uh, I don't remember that, but I'd have to ask her if she remembers that. Hi, Mrs. Alvarez. Can you make me a lettuce patch kid that looks like Vanna White? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> can you make one that looks like my dead mother so I can sleep again at night? Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks. I just dropped five dollars. Oopsie. <laughs> the only reason I'm doing this voice because I'm gonna have like a small repertoire of bad voices I can do. I already did the like the gruff taxi driver voice for Matt Lemay's. Uh, I'm sorry. Oops. Uh, marble applesauce lettuces. Uh, <laughs> petty crime recommendations. <laughs> I was like, hey, you guys. You don't want to pay money for an adoption fee. Put the animal up your butt. You know, like that kind of shit. Um, yeah, good times. <laughs> That's cool. Let us patch kids. I mean, like, I still want to see your rancor. Like a stop. Like oh, a, that thing was so much fun. Soft, squishy nylon rancor. With sounds what? like the he coolest was, damn thing ever. He was actually made out of felt, so he had like that that like the felt body. Uh, but he had, like I said, there was a sock like in his esophagus so he could eat Gamorrean guards. It was oh, amazing. So cool. Muppet Rancor Monster. <laughs> One um, of my favorite childhood toys. You know, I hate to admit this. I did not think of an entry for the Hall of Fame this week. Oh. Fuck me. Well, are we going with any particular theme or... Are we just picking picking at random? Uh, do you have an idea for a theme? No, I just I I didn't know if we had one because I know last week we had the the all, uh, all yeah losers. I'm like which confused people because they didn't know if they had to vote for the worst toy of the bunch or their favorite of the worst toys. Not that it matters because I think the uh, the winner you you couldn't really. I feel like the winner you. the winner was both people's favorites and the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was McDonald's Mighty Max, by the way. So, Josh, that was you. Congratulations. Woohoo! Uh, what haven't I mentioned that hasn't won yet? Son of a fudgy bottoms. Uh, fudgy bottoms. Uh, oh, God. Uh, f- Fuck. I know Josh wants to go and I'm like, I don't know what I want to mention. <laughs> I'm, I'm also I'm I'm doing a similar like debate between a few things right now. So so I... you, you, you can keep waffling. <laughs> There's one that I want to do and I can't remember if it won or not. 
As dumb as that sounds. Uh, crap. Did Oculus Orbis from Madballs win? Do you guys remember? I don't. Uh, you know what? No, so. I, I got it. It's not Oculus Orbis. I've got my, you know, my pick. I don't. I I think I I may have nominated him at one point, or if if I haven't nominated him, I've at least talked about him on the show. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to nominate uh, Doctor Bad Vibes. Because even if I did nominate him, I know he didn't win. <laughs> I, I feel like he was nominated at some point because I think I like I think you might have done it because I remember I mentioned wanting to put him on there, uh, but no, I know he didn't win because uh, I yeah, remember he, thinking that was a crime that he didn't win because he yeah, was good. It's cool you mentioned that because the Big Bad Toy Store exclusive uh, Cops and Crooks Keshi, like the muscle style figures are out. Uh, mine are sitting in my pile of loot. Yeah, I saw those, and I really like the color versions of them. Yes, they are cool as hell. And Dr. Bad Vibes is awesome. Um, and if you guys want to, like, God, I had tacos before we, like, talked today. I keep burping them up because I didn't chew them properly. I kind of just, like, <laughs> swallowed them whole like a snake to get onto the call quicker, and I keep burping up, like, old El Paso. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Yes, Dr. Bad Vibes. If you want to watch Cops on Tubi, it's super cool. It still holds up. Uh, the quality isn't 100%, but the episodes are really cool. Um, I kind of like it. It's one of those like high science fiction 80s kids shows. Mm. In the and vein the designs of, like, are just fun and ridiculous. Yeah, the, the figures are fucking awesome. I know a lot of people that collect just cops because it, it's like a Silverhawks. Um, there's not a ton to collect, but they're difficult to find them complete. Um, I never had them as a kid, but I loved the the show and I thought they're pretty awesome. So I, uh, I for sure only had, uh, Dr. Bad Vibes and maybe, oh yeah, the, uh, the guy with, uh, I couldn't tell you what its name is, but the guy with the removable head that you could use the, uh, the caps in. Yeah. Um, uh, nightmare. Yeah. I actually had a lot of those guys. <laughs> um, I have a friend that's a big fan of Louis the plumber, I think is his name. Oh, the the weird like mechanic dude. Yeah, um, I forget his name. Uh, I always just thought it was cool that um, like Bulletproof was all robot because of an accident, and mm-hmm. I really really liked Longarm because I just like the concept of like the handcuff that shot out. Yeah, um, that's just my love of like things on ropes, like the hook shot in Zelda. I don't know why I just thought that's fucking cool. Um, Mike, why don't you go? Uh, I am going to nominate the Panache Place Voltron. Ooh, shit. So this is one of those toys. You had mentioned Shogun Warriors, and, like, so I was thinking about, like, the the large, like, robots that we had, me and my brother, as kids. And I remember one Christmas, we got all the lions for the Panache Place Voltron. And, my God, we had so much fun playing with that. And, And he fought... All of the Shogun Warriors that we had, he fought the Shogun Godzilla, like the Rancor. <laughs> he was just always fighting different monsters, and I loved that figure. I'm not going to beat you. <laughs> like, you can't fucking Voltron? <laughs> I, Shit. You know, it's, it's been a while since I dropped a bomb, so... <laughs> um, I'm going to nominate Nozone from Toxic Crusaders. 
God damn. I mean, that's a great figure, too. But it's not Voltron. True. Like, No Zone and Dr. Bad Vibes, I think, is a fun matchup, but Voltron's just eating <laughs> much. Voltron just comes in and steps on them. Yeah, like, I don't know anybody that, I mean, like, it's a thing you had in the 80s, Voltron, but, like, I always remember the limbs popping off constantly. Yeah, I mean, he definitely had the, the problem that many uh, combiner toys, you know, had where when you, you start moving limbs, like the weird little connector joints are like, yeah, and I'm going to just drop off now. The arms, I remember in the hands being a big problem. And I remember like the same thing as Crash Test Dummy figures. Mm-hmm. Like they just did not stay together. So if you were lucky, if you like you had like an older brother that got it and then never touched it. So you could look at it complete. Oh, see, ours ours was very well worn <laughs> from many battles. Um, I'd also like to add, I mean, now that we're talking about Voltron, um, the basic figures aren't bad either. Oh, uh, the the from Panache Place, like the old ones? Yeah, like the Doom Commander, Hagger the Witch. Yeah, yeah. Those were fun. Lance, Pidge, Keith, Hunk. Um I don't know why I always had the two row beasts, uh, Scorpius and Mutilator. Mm-hmm. And I never knew what they were. I just sort of had them around as like goons. Um, but they're fun, like three and three quarter. Uh, don't get as much love because they get overshadowed by uh, Voltron. But yeah, congratulations, Mike, on your preemptive victory. Also, <laughs> um, oh, I'm just I'm looking at a page for Voltron stuff. The Castle of Lions sucked. Never had that one. It had nothing on the inside. We only had a handful of the figures and then the actual, you know, the lions. Yeah, I don't know. Many people got anything other than the lions. I wanted that weird skull ship, but I never. Yeah, the coffin thing. Well, yeah, it had like the weird skull head on it. Oh, no, the skull tank. That's like a skull spot. Yeah. Yeah. I really. There's the coffin of doom that the Robies wrote in. Yep. Oh, God damn it. I kind of want these now. Son of a bitch. You know, the, the sad thing is, though, they never made, like, the giant Robies to fight Ultron. It was always, like... that was yeah, You know what? Problem. And, like, Super 7 didn't do it either. Yeah. Because they did, like, the reaction, and they did, like, the Shogun Warriors reaction that had, uh, you know, the guys that kind of all played in that scale. They weren't gigantic, but they never had them play the same size. Shit. Uh, looks like a going on eBay later. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, this is a truncated episode of Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash brought to you by Lettuce Patch Kids. <laughs> Get yours today by going back in time to the early 80s and talking to Mike's mom. Indeed. Uh, if you could find a picture, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely uh, send her a text after we're done here and, and see if she has any. Or if she's like, oh, in the attic, I've got one that's full of spiders. <laughs> Oh, God, a doll that's filled with spiders. Just Again, well, Josh, I think I have an idea for a toy. Like, I'm picturing, hear me out. <laughs> Please put my name on the back of the package for these ideas. A lettuce patch kit, but instead of cotton, it's full of pink panther insulation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been sitting in your attic for, like, 40 years. And it's, you know, water stains and there's, like, poop on it. See, I was just picturing like you know those like cheap little baby dolls you can get at a craft store that you're supposed to like make outfits for or whatever. Yeah, I, I was picturing like 
just a raggedy looking cheap plastic baby doll and then just like hollowed out and filled with like cheap plastic spiders and just having it on a on a blister card being like this doll is filled with spiders. <laughs> you know, like, that's a kind of a cool art piece idea. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like where somebody would be, be like, I love this idea. Here's five hundred dollars. That that seems like an obvious plant type thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hey, maybe that'll be the kind of creepy head merchandise. <laughs> At Nickel City. Baby foam spiders. <laughs> Oh my oh dude, holy shit, account creepy line. There would be oh, like really wrong toys. Yes. It'd be like the island of very misfit toys. <laughs> Bag of broken glass. <laughs> Pre-used toiletries. <laughs> Ghost in a jar. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I better oh. get going on that. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna get it done by June. Side note on the ghost in the jar. Did I ever talk about the uh, the Etsy kerfuffle with the ghost in the jar? No. So, I, you know, I did that print of Aunt Mabel's ghost in the jar. Yeah. And, like, it's listed under digital prints. It's listed under artwork, all that stuff. I say multiple times in there that it is an 8 by 10 print of a digitally drawn, you know, piece. This, this woman ordered two of them. So I, I sent them out, you know, and then she sent a very bad review stating that it's just a picture. It's, it's, it's only a drawing. Like, I don't understand what I'm paying for. And I'm like, like a frame painting. I was like, did, did you think you were really getting a ghost in a jar? Like, did you, did you actually expect jars <laughs> with, with spirits? <laughs> so like, it, was, it always cracked me up because I was trying to figure out what did she think she was getting? But yeah, so the only bad review I had was from uh, from someone who thought they were getting a ghost in a jar. That's kind of funny. In a very fucked up way. <laughs> I was told that I'd be buying a ghost in a jar. This is a picture of a ghost in a jar. <laughs> this, this ain't at all what I signed up for. <laughs> like, what do you fucking think you're getting? <laughs> oh, God. Ghost in a jar. Well, well, if you still have that lady's address, we'll send her pictures from the convention of jars with ghosts in them. <laughs> are, are the ghosts going to be taco farts? Be honest. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a jar with a piece of scotch tape on it with a name written on it. <laughs> so this, like, this one is named Dennis. Like, congratulations, you just bought Dennis's ghost. Dennis smells like tacos. <laughs> brought to you by mighty taco <laughs> oh lord People, almighty. i swear <laughs> oh god oh fun times yeah let's let's see uh ai art put fucking farts in jars <laughs> fuck you computer fuck you skynet <laughs> <laughs> this is how we win i'm gonna go fart in a mason jar you can eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> we defeat Judgment Day by farting in jars. <laughs> the Terminator sequel you didn't know you needed. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. 
All right. <laughs> Linda Hamilton <laughs> squatting on top of a jar. <sighs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <Let me> teach him. <laughs> Oh my god, that's I, I can't stop laughing at this. <laughs> okay, everybody, this is my <laughs> play with your toys and go check out Josh at Assembly Required. This is Mike saying fart, fart in jars. <laughs> Defeat Bye. the robots. Josh <laughs> saying things, do stuff with the thing, do it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C O U N T K R E E P Y. Ah.